I'm the goat of Disney. I eat everything. All right, everybody, it's Corey story time. So kick back, relax, put your feet up, and get ready to listen to this one. We're not just going to report Disney news and just talk about it. I mean, that's already been done a million times. But then again, we do love Disney news. We will talk about some. This is not your grandfather's Disney podcast. So I'm watching this new thing on Netflix. Let's talk about it. So Tammy has me running all over Disney World looking for this new lounge fly. Jillian loves China so much that if she was ever lost, she would need a tag on her shirt that says, If lost, return me to China. Jacob's my dude. Jacob is my tech man. He makes me sound good. Oh, let me tell you, it is so good to be back here on the pod. I never felt I would feel so emotional about losing my voice. Man, with the amount I need to use my voice, forget about my regular job and regular work and regular life. I've started this podcast weekly and it's got to come out weekly and I need my voice to do it. And just wasn't able to do it. And I am so glad to be back. And I hope that you're happy that we're back. And uh, you probably are because you wouldn't be listening. Just so good to be back in the captain's seat to share all kinds of Disney stuff and personal stories with you. I will say that it was a nightmare when I did the Mardi Gras live stream Jillian was sick with a super rash. Tammy had to stay home with her. I had promised a lot, talked about it a lot, that we were going to do this Mardi Gras live stream, second day at Universal. To me, it was a golden nugget for the channel and for uh, for just the experience of our, our viewers because not a lot of people dive into that. So I really wanted that for the channel So I felt like I had to go. My voice just went away from me the night before, like literally talking to Tammy for like 10 minutes and it just went. I thought that I would be able to pull off the live stream fine, but as soon as we went live and I was like, hello everyone, I can't even like, I can't even replicate how bad it sounded, but you can certainly check it out. It's on the channel now on a replay and it was bad. And I was like, how am I going to pull this off? And I was just looking forward to once the Mardi Gras parade started and then we did like the ET ride, I'd have a break from talking, but it was rough and tough. And I know a lot of our viewers that care about us, our family members were telling me to just end it and go home. Um, But I'm a fighter and I have a strong work ethic, and I just wanted to power through. But I know there's times you just need to rest. My mom was in the chat saying, what are you doing? Stop this. Go home. <laughs> and I called her. I called her a few days later or whatever. I'm like, mom, don't yell at me on the stream while I'm live. It's embarrassing. And she's like, I wasn't yelling at you. <laughs> and it's very easy to get my mom upset, so... We ended it there. So there's been a bunch of topics that have piled up 
since I've had a two-week layoff, so I'm going to talk about a few of them. Can you believe I'm 51? I had a vasectomy when in 2018 when Jacob was only a few months old because Tammy and I decided no more kids. It's two. We have one of each. It's good. We are not one of those couples who would have tried again for a certain sex of the baby. No, it's two and done. And that's what we did. Um, I've had no interest in anyone else's kids to, you know, to the point where like, if someone brings a new baby to work or this or that, if it's a friend, yeah, you know, you'll look at it, you'll say it's cute and you might say hi to it and you move on. You know, I'm a red-blooded American male. We don't do that stuff. We just don't do that stuff. We just don't. It's not in our DNA. But I have to say that I was at work last week and this baby comes in. Now, mind you, I know the mom. She's a young mom. This baby with these blue eyes was so adorable, was just staring at me and something came over me. I'm like, can I hold that baby? And she's like, yes. So I made sure it was okay with the baby for me to take her. She didn't seem worried or scared. And I picked her up and I held her and I just couldn't put her down and just staring at her. I fell in love with this baby. So I gave the baby back and I I was like, "I, I can't stop thinking about this baby. So I came home and I said to Tammy, you're not going to believe what happened today. I usually come home and say that. And she rolls her eyes and goes, okay, can't wait to hear this one. I'm like, I held the baby today. And I just fell in love with this baby. I want a baby. I'm ready to make bottles. I'm ready to change diapers, pull the, push the stroller, do it all. Like, I want it all. <laughs> and... Tammy just said, uh, yeah, that's not happening for many reasons. And I said, I know. But if it could have and we were much younger, I think we would have taken that task on again. I would have had to convince Tammy maybe, but maybe, maybe, maybe it would have happened again. So moral of that story is I can't believe that I felt that strongly that I was ready for another baby. But what it tells me We do have a chance at this, though, because we have two kids who can produce some grandchildren, and I'm ready for that. Of course, not right now at their age, though. Gonna have to wait another 15 years or so. Hopefully, it doesn't happen any sooner than that. I told Jillian the other day, I said, Jill, if you don't have a baby by the time you're like, well, it depends on where she is in her career and all that stuff, too. But if everything's right and we're talking 15 years from now, whatever it is, I'm going to be all over you about producing a grandbaby. She goes, oh, God, Dad, what, what marriage does to people? I stopped her, but dead in target, and I was like, Jillian, you have been brought up in the most perfect environment for what a marriage is supposed to be like. Your parents never fight. You have a stable home stable environment there. Your parents are just madly in love with each other. At least I am (laughs) madly in love with your mother. And it just grows and grows. So she goes, I know, dad. I know. I says, good. Remember that. So I think Tammy and I will be awesome grandparents. You know, as long as we're home, 
those kids are going to be able to come over anytime, given giving Jacob and Jillian much much freedom to do whatever they want. It'll be it'll be awesome. It'll be awesome to introduce our grandkids to Disney, the Disney parks and things like that for sure. I got this new water bottle and let me tell you, I am somebody who can not drink water on a regular basis like you're supposed to. I know I'm like sort of a healthy person, but it's so hard for me to drink water. I, I just can't, I don't, and I do not get it when people drink water and they're like, oh, this water tastes amazing. It's like, what, what? Now I know Florida water tastes nasty, but overall, most water is just water. And it's just really hard for me to get through multiple bottles of water on a daily basis like you're supposed to. So it's always been a no for me. It's been hard. Like I'll start the day out like, yes, I'm going to drink water. And I bought like a bunch of Disney metal bottles that are really cool. And I'd pack my lunch, you know, with about three of them thinking I'd get through them. And I never got through them. So finally, I saw someone at work that had one of those massive 64-ounce bottles and it has an inspirational segments on it. So it starts at 7 a.m. And then it'll be like in between 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. You're off to a great start. So that's supposed to be 8 o'clock. And then 9 o'clock will just be 9 p.m. And so on. The increments are so small that it makes it very manageable and less intimidating. So if I'm working and... I don't usually get to 7 a.m. with the water yet because I'm sipping my coffee and it takes me, it can take me two hours to get through it. And it's easy to make up. I'll jump in the car, I'll grab it, and I'll go, okay, I'm at 7 a.m. With literally like six decent sips, you can knock out an hour on that bottle. So it's been a lot of fun doing it and, and reaching that goal in real time, even midday. If I'm like, where am I? Oh, I'm at 1 p.m. and it's 3.30. Okay. I'll get to that. I'll catch up within the next hour. And you do. So anybody that really wants to drink water and dive into that and just be a little bit healthier, order one of those bottles. Just look them up on Amazon and they're plentiful. I can't remember the name of the company, but there are other companies that do it. But you'll see it. All kinds of different colors and everything has a really innovative top to it. The we were talking babies, right? The top of this thing, it pops open. It's like a freaking nipple. <laughs> it's soft and you can you can just easily take down a ton of water. I throw lemon in there. It's good. It's fantastic. And uh, yeah, so do that. I am drinking my water. I am doing my thing. On stream days, not so much. I'm not going to do that on a, on a Saturdays, but I, I think I'm fine because if I'm drinking way more water throughout the week, I think we're all good. Disney Parks Blog News. Disneyland After Dark brings two more themed nights to Disneyland Resort this spring. We're talking about Disneyland After Dark Throwback Night and Disneyland After Dark Star Wars Night. And it's spelled N-I-T-E. Let's dig into this. I have not heard of this as of yet or just prior to this recording, I had heard of the, the Star Wars one. Let's dive in. 
This article is written by Valerie Lee. She is public relations manager at Disneyland Resort. This article was published on Friday, February 17th, as we are recording today on the 18th. Bop into blast from the past and adventure into a galaxy far, far away as Disneyland After Dark brings two more themed nights and even more fun to Disneyland Resort this spring. Returning our Disneyland After Dark throwback night and Disneyland After Dark Star Wars night. At these popular After Hours events, you'll enjoy themed entertainment, beloved Disney characters, one-of-a-kind photo opportunities, special menu items, merchandise, and memories to last a lifetime. Disneyland After Dark events begin with a three-hour pre-party mix from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern. No, actually, that's Pacific time, right? Because that's California. At Disneyland Park. Then the private party begins 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. When you may ride some popular attractions after regular hours in the park. Plus, you'll receive unlimited digital downloads of Disney PhotoPass photos taken during the party along with the commemorative keepsakes, including a souvenir credential and event uh, guide map, you'll always remember your Disneyland After Dark experience. Here are the exciting details for these upcoming Disneyland After Dark events. The Disneyland After Dark throwback night. The dates are April 18th and 20th, 2023 at Disneyland Park. This is one of the coolest daddy-o. Dawn on your favorite flashback fashions and join us for Disneyland After Dark throwback night. And after hours, sir, how do you say that word? Soiree. There you go. Inspired by the debonair days of the 1950s and 60s. Take a trip down memory lane and relive Disney's classic past with music and entertainment that pay tribute to the first decade of Disneyland Park. Mickey Mouse and his friends will sport retro outfits along with visits from some nostalgic characters, which will make for great photo moments. Here are some additional highlights that um, you will enjoy. Gaze upon Fantasy in the Sky, a nighttime spectacular giving the nod to the same named fireworks display that first illuminated the night in Disneyland Park in 1957. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is like the ultimate event. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Can you imagine going back that retro and and to see how the fireworks were displayed in Disneyland Park back in the 50s? I'm mind blown already. Let's continue. Do the twist, the mashed potato, and the bunny hop your way to dance parties around Disneyland parks with bands and DJs inspired by the era. Snack like it's 1955 with treats that inspired by the park's early days made once again just for this event. Picture yourself in vintage photo backdrops of attractions and posters from yesteryear like Skyway or Autopia and from timeless Disney films captured by Disney PhotoPass photographers at the party. Enjoy after-hours access to iconic Disneyland attractions such as Peter Pan's Flight, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Jungle Cruise. 
enjoy pre-party mix-in admission to Disneyland Park starting at 6 p.m. No theme park reservation required. Disneyland After Dark, Star Wars Night. This happens May 2nd, 4th, 8th, and 11th, 2023 at Disneyland Park. Claim your allegiance at Disneyland After Dark, Star Wars Night. Galactic and fantastic this event back with four nights, the most ever, where you can live your own epic Star Wars adventure. Be wowed watching Star Wars celebrate the night as fireworks illuminate the sky above Disneyland Park. This pyrotechnic spectacular is set to the powerful music of Star Wars films. Prepare for Captain Phasma and her stormtroopers during the march of the First Order in Tomorrowland as they search for a resistant spy. You may encounter travelers across the galaxy like Tusken Raiders and Jawas. Would I kill to see a Tusken Raider, like seriously, in person? Oh man, I have never seen a Tusken Raider in person, and I do miss uh, the March of the First Order with Captain Phasma coming down Hollywood Studios, Hollywood Boulevard. I mean, there was no reason to get rid of that. We need to bring that back here to Walt Disney World. Get ready to master a lightsaber. Attend the lightsaber instructional demonstration where you will learn to handle a lightsaber through a series of elite moves sure to bring out your inner Jedi. Picture yourself in a dynamic photo backdrop featuring some of the galaxy's favorite heroes and villains captured by Disney PhotoPass photographers at the party. Explore Disney-themed or Star Wars-themed snacks such as a galactic churro, and other out-of-this-world sweets. Begin your adventure with pre-party mix-in admission to Disney Park, uh, the Disneyland Park, starting at 6 p.m. No theme park reservation is required. A limited number of Disneyland After Dark tickets will go on pre-sale for Magic Key holders beginning February 21st, 2023. No earlier than 9 a.m. Um, Pacific Time. And you can get that on Disneyland.com. On February 23rd, 2023, no earlier than 9 a.m. Pacific time, uh, tickets go on sale to the general public and are subject to availability. Now, listen, you can always check out Claudia Anderson for those two particular events. It's what she specializes in. She is a Disney expert. She can take you anywhere Disney and we actually play her commercial in the middle of this podcast, so you will hear it. So listen to it. You will be able to contact her for this. She's going. She is excited. And don't forget, whenever you book a trip with Claudia Anderson from Your Magical Adventures Await, you also get a customized luggage tag with the Living in Diz logo on it. Can you imagine you're looking for your luggage coming off the conveyor belt and boom, there's Your Magical Adventures and... Living in Diz luggage tag. I mean, what else could make your trip better? Time now for Disney blog news. This article was published on February 17th, 2023. New experiences inspired by Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Coming to Disney Parks and Disney Cruise Line. 
The biggest Ant-Man adventure yet has arrived in theaters, and we are ready to enter the quantum realm. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania finds superhero partner Scott Lang, played by Paul Rudd, and Hope Van Dyne, played by Evangeline Lilly. They return to continue their adventures as Ant-Man and the Wasp. Together, the, uh, the crew, the couple, uh, along with Hope's parents, Hank Pym, who is played by the legendary Michael Douglas, and Janet Van Dyne, who is played by the also legendary Michelle Pfeiffer. The family finds themselves exploring the quantum realm, interacting with strange new creatures and embarking on an adventure that will push them beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. This thrilling adventure also introduces Catherine Newton as Cassie Lang and celebrated actor Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. For those looking to celebrate the release, here are some exciting... For those... For those looking to celebrate the release, here are exciting... For those looking to celebrate the... Why can't I just freaking speak? For those looking to celebrate the release, here are some exciting new experiences at Disney California Adventure, Disneyland Paris, Hong Kong Disneyland Park, Shanghai Disney Resort, and on board Disney Cruise Line. Can I cry now? <laughs> Boo! Oh, that sounded like a laugh, didn't it? But I understand why we don't get as much Marvel here in Orlando, and it's because there's a lot of contractual things that are holding Disney back with Universal's presence here, who also has some Marvel, and it stinks. It stinks, but I am very excited for everyone else who gets to enjoy it, and maybe it just gives us reason to go out and conquer some of these ships and parks ourselves. Man, I'm looking here at a picture of King the Conqueror, and his costume is incredible. So let's move on here with the article. King the Conqueror has slipped through time and arrived at Avengers Campus. Quite possibly the biggest threat Ant-Man and the Wasp have ever encountered, Kang moves stealthily throughout the campus, engaging recruits and seeking information on the heroes in his timeline. Be on the lookout. Kang is only at Disney California Adventure for a limited time. See, why do we do that? Why do we do that? We know that people can't rush to these parks. They can't rush to the cruise line just to see something limited. Why would you limit that? Let Kang run around, you know, all year. I don't know why Disney limits their characters. I really don't. There's a drink vessel fit for the quantum realm. In other words, there's a... We're going to call it a sipper. It looks amazed is. Uh, I can't even explain it. There's a ring on top 
with a glowing ball and it's wrapped in gold with some crazy handles on the side. And of course you have a lanyard attached to it. It's pretty neat. And uh, to continue strictly with the article, trust us, you're going to be obsessed with this new ooze cauldron. And you'll know what ooze means when you see the movie. Jacob and I saw the movie last night. And yeah, the ooze. The ooze is in a pretty funny scene. So you'll want to drink the ooze for sure. Whether you're in the quantum realm or you're in one of the Disney parks or ships. This is inspired by a hilarious pivotal scene in the new film, just like I said. Sure to be a fan favorite, grab one while it lasts. Available at Pim Test Kitchen featuring Impossible with Avengers Campus at Disney California Adventure Park. You can also join in the action with Ant-Man and the Wasp at Hong Kong Disneyland. Guests to Hong Kong Disneyland have the um, guests to Hong Kong Disneyland have the opportunity since 19 that's really late guests to Hong Kong Disneyland have the opportunity since 2019 to suit up and fight alongside Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, in Ant-Man and the Wasp Nano Battle the only attraction in the world centered around these characters. Ant-Man and the Wasp Nano Battle is an interactive dark ride where guests embark on a high-energy, high-tech immersive adventure as they shrink to the size of ant of an ant and team up with S.H.I.E.L.D. to battle the forces of HYDRA. And starting today, which was the start of this article, Guests have the chance to meet Ant-Man and the Wasp in Tomorrowland. The last day of this heroic encounter is March 5th, 2023. And if we're looking to sail the seas like an adventure, <clears throat> and if we're looking to sail the seas like an Avenger, the Disney Wish, the newest ship in Disney Cruise Line's fleet, is the destination for all Ant-Man and the Wasp when sailing the seven seas. Visit Worlds of Marvel Restaurant where guests play an interactive role in an action-packed Avengers mission that unfolds around them. Complete with a worldly menu inspired by fan-favorite superhero films, throughout dinner, guests take part in a demonstration of the latest and greatest PIM tech, the Quantum Core, during an Avengers technology showcase hosted by Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne during Avengers Quantum Encounter. At Marvel Superhero Academy aboard the Disney Wish, young recruits ages 3 to 12 can join a hands-on training session with Ant-Man and the Wasp who will tech who will teach them how to create and test their own PIM particles. The technology that allows these heroes to shrink and grow objects and themselves. It looks amazed is there's all kinds of um, action going on in the photo I'm looking at. Guests can also experience Ant-Man and the Wasp aboard the Disney Dream for the epic Marvel Day at Sea Cruises, including during um, uh, Heroes Unite, 
an action-packed stage spectacular featuring more than 30 Marvel superheroes and villains. Can you imagine that many uh, superheroes and villains on stage? Wow. Encounter Ant-Man and the Wasp at Shanghai Disney Resort. Shanghai Disney Resort, the host of the China premiere of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania at Disney World Grand Theater in Disneytown on February 14th. In celebration of this premiere, guests can head to the Marvel Universe inside Shanghai Disneyland for an opportunity to encounter Ant-Man and the Wasp for a selfie moment, which this at this time of recording was three days ago. Experience the wonder of PIM technology at Disneyland Paris. To celebrate the release of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, guests can or are invited to embark on a family adventure at Avengers Campus at Disneyland Paris to experience the wonder of PIM technology. Recruits can share a heroic moment with Ant-Man and the Wasp back from their quantum journey. And if you are hungry for more action, Head over to Pim Kitchen, where growing and shrinking technology is used to create big bites and tiny treats in this buffet restaurant. Beyond the campus, the celebration continues at the Disneyland or the Disney Hotel New York. The art of Marvel with new drinks inspired directly from the quantum realm available at Skyline Bar for a limited time. You can now watch Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania now in theaters. Are you ready to go subatomic with Ant-Man and the Wasp on an adventure in the quantum realm? Watch Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania now in theaters. Time now for our attraction feature of the week, and we're going to tackle or take a stab at Pirates of the Caribbean. There's so much history with this ride. Um, it, it's one of my favorites. I do waver back and forth now and then, but I've pretty much committed to Haunted Mansion being my favorite Magic Kingdom ride at this point, a favorite classic Disney ride of all time being Haunted Mansion. Uh, but I really, I wavered for a long time between that and Pirates, for sure. Let's dive in. The ride tells the story of band of pirates in the West Indies islands around the Caribbean Sea in the 17th and 18th centuries with the saga of their voyages, troubles, and exploits. The original version of the ride opened at Disneyland in Anaheim, California near Los Angeles in 1967 and was the last ride whose construction was envisioned and personally overseen by Walt Disney, who died three months before it opened. After immense popularity, the ride was replicated seven years later at Magic Kingdom of Walt Disney World near Orlando, Florida in 1973. Versions followed at Tokyo Disneyland in 1983 and at Disneyland Paris in 1992. Each of uh, the initial four versions of the ride has a different facade, but a similar ride experience. A reimagined version of the ride influenced by visitors' familiarity with the worldwide success of the featured film series, Pirates of the Caribbean, Battle for the Sunken Treasure, opened at Shanghai Disneyland Park in 2069. 2069, where are we? <laughs> 
a reimagined version of the ride influenced by visitors' familiarity with the worldwide success of the featured film series, Pirates of the Caribbean Battle for the Sunken Treasure opened in Shanghai Disneyland Park in 2016. The Pirates of the Caribbean ride gave rise to the song Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for Me, written by George Bruns and Xavier Atencio, and performed on the ride's recording by The Mellow Men. The ride became the basis for the Pirates of the Caribbean films series, which debuted in 2003. Since 2006, Disney has incorporated characters from the film series into Disneyland, Magic Kingdom, Tokyo Disneyland, and Disneyland Paris versions of the ride. Jumping back in history now for a little bit deeper, opening on March 18, 1967, the Disneyland version of Pirates of the Caribbean was the last ride that Walt Disney himself participated in designing uh, three months after his death. It is located in the New Orleans Square portion of Disneyland, its facade evoking antebellum era New Orleans, topped by a 31-star United States flag, which would indicate the 1850s. It was originally envisioned as a walk-through wax museum. However, the success of the boat ride concept of It's a Small World at the 1964 World's Fair, Disney decided to employ the same ride system on Pirates of the Caribbean. The ornate initials of Walt Disney and Roy Disney, WD and RD, can be seen entwined in the wrought iron railings above the ride's entrance at Disneyland. Something to look for. An overhead sign at the boat dock names it for the famous pirate Jean Lafitte, although his name is spelled L-A-F-F-I-T-E, as the pirate himself originally spelled it. Rather than the English spelling with uh, that has now become the standard, he fought uh, alongside U.S. Army at the Battle of New Orleans in the War of 1812. The second floor facade was originally designed to be a private Disney family apartment. However, it later opened in the spring of 1987 as an art-related retail museum space called the Disney Gallery, which was replaced in late 2007 by the Disneyland Dream Suite. There are 630,000 gallons of water and 53 audio animatronic animals and birds and 75 audio animatronic pirates and villagers in the ride. And it takes three days to empty and refill the bayou for renovations. Across from the boarding area within the ride is Blue Bayou Restaurant, made to look like the backyard dinner party of a southern plantation. The restaurant opened on the same day as the ride and is considered one of the original themed restaurants. So when we go to Disneyland for the first time, we're going to have to eat at the Blue Bayou Restaurant. The debut of the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World in 1971 brought many popular rides from Disneyland to the East Coast. But Pirates was not among them. As the Caribbean region is geographically located near Florida, it was thought a, to be a Caribbean-themed ride would not hold the same mystique as it did in California. 
Instead, the Western River Expedition with Big Thunder Mountain would replace the ride with a similar boat ride um, and other rides. But Walt Disney World visitors were vocal in their disappointment at the missing ride, leading Disney to quickly announce a Florida version instead of the Western River Expedition. The new Pirates of the Caribbean ride opened on December 15th, 1973. Additional iterations of Pirates of the Caribbean later opened at Disney Parks in Tokyo, Paris, and Shanghai. That is our look at the feature attraction of the week. It's time to talk food. I mean, I'm the goat of Disney. I eat everything. I wanted to talk about... This past weekend, or the weekend before, I was able to go to the second day of Mardi Gras over at Universal Studios. And initially, first of all, I was very, very excited for that day because it's so unique. It's so colorful. The floats are amazing. You've got, you know whatever your preference. You've got sexy men and women just in these crazy outfits. I even told Tammy, I'm like, because you you have to understand, you have to understand whenever I say something on the live stream or the podcast about maybe your views with your spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend, um, Tammy and I have known each other since we were 16. So we'll just say things, mainly me, fun. I know what I can get away with. I know what I can talk about. I know what I can say. And it might offend one couple member or another if they come home and say something like this. But um, it's totally fine with between Tammy and I. She could have said the same thing to me, you know, and it's it's whatever, you know, but the all the sparkly, sexy costumes. I said to her at one point, I was like, man, I was like, I had to, before I would, you know, maybe glance down at a sparkly bum in a, in a, in a, you know, one of those skimpy Mardi Gras outfits, I had to start looking at the top first, because if there was, if there was no glittery top, no glittery bra, then, um, yeah, that was actually a male, you know, um, so, you know, it's cool if that's your thing, totally cool, totally, totally cool with all of that, but for me, I like the female bums and uh, yeah, you got to be careful uh, there. You just got to be careful. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I, I started to realize that if, uh, you know, don't, don't, don't look at bottom up, look up to the bottom to be sure what you're looking at there. <laughs> so, but the parade is amazing. We're going to live stream it again. It's just, it's just really cool. It's so unique and, and it's fun to have uh, beads thrown at you and try to catch as many as you can. At this point, I have so many, you know, next time I'm probably just going to just catch them and give them away. But uh, met some really uh, cool people around me, met some viewers of the channel, a really sweet grandma who was like promoting her channel and how sweet it was because she's like, I'm promoting my cooking channel because I want to get to a thousand subscribers so that I can pay for my 
daughter, my granddaughter's college. And I was like, wow, wow. Just when you think you've heard everything, right? That was really cool. So kudos to you, grandma. I can't remember the name of her channel, but if you go to the live stream and at the end of the Mardi Gras parade, I showed her channel on screen. If you wanna check her out and support her, go right ahead and do that. She's a faithful, faithful watcher of Living in Diz on YouTube. So that was really cool. We meet so many different people from different walks of life and age groups that love our channel. I'm talking from, you know, seven years old to 65 and up. Crazy. Really, really cool. That means that means a lot to us. So back to Mardi Gras. Parade never disappoints. Now, the food booths that Universal put out and have put out in the past are so good. And especially, I love the way they do it. I wish Disney would do this where you pre-buy a card and it just has meals on it, credits. Um, well, Universal's now moved to money too. So it's kind of the same thing now, I guess. But I don't know. It, I don't know. So you buy a lanyard and you, you go around. I bought $120 worth. That's what Disney could do differently. So you had a choice when you bought this lanyard. You could pay 60 bucks and get a $10 credit extra or 120, you could drop 120 bucks and get $30 credit. So it was kind of a no brainer knowing that we're gonna go back. And a cool thing that they do is it doesn't restrict you from just that festival. Beyond that, you can use it for smaller snacks like popcorn, pretzels, and some other things. So you're never out that money. So that's pretty cool. So I have that, I don't even know what I spent but we have plenty to spend more. When I was there, I had paid for, so I wanted to start the stream and I wanted to just pay for um, my food that I ordered, which was, I went big time. I went, I can't remember the the dish that they called it, but, and I, I go a lot in a lot more, detail with Disney, um, but I'm just going to kind of willy-nilly this one here. So it had crawfish. It had a piece of ear of corn in there. It had roasted potatoes. It had, oh, there was some other big thing in there. I can't even remember it. It was loaded. It was fully loaded. And I'm waiting. And that's how I wanted to start the stream with, you know, paying by showing the menu and picking this stuff up in like less than five minutes and eating it like you normally do. So we're waiting like 10 minutes, I feel. And one of the members comes over and she's like, oh, we're out of that. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You made me pay for this. I'm standing in line now for over 10 minutes. And you know they offered me something much less and I'm like, no, I ordered specifically for the big daddy. So I just got my money back and we moved on. But I'm hoping, I'm going in with an open mind again, but I'm feeling off for the first impressions with this food. Not, it's the worst that I've seen. They really branched out, which is, which is great. There's Danish, there's a Danish booth, an India booth. There's, they went deep. And you know, when you do Mardi Gras, you just want like all things Mardi Gras, let's go. 
And I was like, oh, okay, well, international stuff. I'm a adventurous eater, but the things I saw on the menu, I kind of feel like I'd be wasting my money and not being a big fan of some of the things I've seen. So we'll go back. We'll do a deep dive on the food. Right now, I can't highly recommend much. I can highly recommend the gumbo and the jambalaya. You can go for that. That is on the side street adjacent to where the Blues Brothers do their stuff. So if you're familiar with Universal Studios, it's it's beside or in front of the Mummy Ride. Down the little side street where the Christmas tree normally is. So that was really good. We will try some more foods and get the family's opinion, namely Jacob, because he's more adventurous. But Jillian said that she would try more stuff, and she has done that so far in 2023. So that's good. With the Mardi Gras merch, it's cool. It's very decorative. It's colorful. Um, Some feel like some of the artwork is just jammed in too much. They have a wide, wide, wide variety of beads that you can buy with different trinkets on them. So... Mardi Gras is fun at Universal, and I highly recommend it. It's it's something that, uh, would I say plan your vacation around it? You could. You could do that. And uh, you could. So I'll give it that. I'll give uh, the Mardi Gras experience overall a four out of five minions. I'd like to go five out of five, and I will give it a five out of five if I think some of the other foods that I try on the next visit are better. So there you go. Mardi Gras, Universal Studios, Florida. If you're a fan of our channel, Living in Diz, for some kind of time, you've been enjoying Disney through the eyes of our family. So what about enjoying Disney through your own eyes? How can you accomplish that? You'll want to contact Victor Naraki. With over a decade of helping people find the homes of their dreams right near Disney, Victor is the perfect realtor of La Rosa Realty Horizons to help you find the home of your dreams. Simply go to DisneyAtYourDoorstep.com. That's DisneyAtYourDoorstep.com. And don't forget to tell him that Living in Diz sent you. If you're about to start planning your next vacation, book your next vacation with your magical adventures await. Claudia is creating Disney adventures worldwide. She can create a magical adventure to Walt Disney World, Florida, any Disney park worldwide, Disney Cruise Lines, Alani Resort in Hawaii, guided group vacation with Adventures by Disney, and she's also a Universal Studios expert. If you book with her, her services are free. Disney pays her to help you create a seamless, magical adventure. Her availability is really unmatched. You can contact her Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday and Sunday, 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Make your magical planner, Claudia Anderson, from your magical adventures await. 956-455-8049. Or check her out on Instagram with instant message, Claudia Anderson, all one word. 
That's C-L-A-U-D-I-A-I-N-D-R-I-D-S-O-N. And as a special bonus, if you book with her, all traveling members of your party will receive a special Living in Diz luggage tag. So make sure you let her know that we sent you. All right, y'all. It is Corey's story time. Put your feet up, kick back, and relax because this is going to be another good one. So I'm at Chipotle. So I I won this gift card from work a few weeks ago for, and I'm really surprised because I don't really participate hard in things like this, but I don't know, the competitive person in me um, just, you know, wanted to win this thing, I guess. So I won a Chipotle gift card and it was for getting the most new patients in different facilities that we frequent at work. And so there was a night where I had a chance to use it where the girls are not into Chipotle, but Jacob is. So I go to Chipotle with my $20 gift card thinking that I'm going to use it all, but probably not spend too much beyond that because it's 20 bucks for two people, Chipotle, right? So I'm there and I order. Now, I love food and I love condiments. I love adding things. And Chipotle, you need to make an extra large wrap for people like me because I just go down the line, you know, I see the beans, I see the guacamole, I see the corn, I see the salsa, I see the veggies, and I pretty much want it all. And I'm like, yes, that, yep, that, I'll take that, yep, give me that, give me that queso, give me that, give me that, give me that, give me that. And the worker starts to fold it, and I'm starting to see this thing break apart, and I'm thinking, I kind of thought, actually, he probably scooped a little too much of some things on it to make it that big. Although it's huge anyway, when you put everything on it, it's ripping apart. And I'm like, okay, he'll, he'll work this out. He'll work it out. He then starts grabbing the stuff that's oozing out of the wrap and he's gathering it into the wrap. I'm like, are you kidding? And he continues to do this. And I'm kind of like, well, he's working around the food. He, his hands should still be clean. And then quickly, I'm like, no, no, wait a minute. He's grabbing different spoons. He's scooping. He's touching different things. And now he's literally into my beans and guac and everything else. Like if you were to put on some gloves and mash meat for meatloaf or something. Total turnoff at that point. The place is crowded, a big line behind me. And I just start kind of like uncomfortably giggling and I'm like um you think maybe we should start over again and he was really cool about it and and why not his name was Corey spelled the wrong way but anyway so he's like yeah 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 I think we should start all over so and he says I think we're gonna double wrap it so the next girl comes over she scoops everything into it that I want and it starts to do the same thing and she kind of had to gather things again but I saw her put her gloves on and I saw her gather things in together and it was all fine at that point 
But I had to share that story because it was nasty. And I was thinking, I don't want to really say anything. But I know with every bite of this at home, I'm just going to think about that guy's hands and fingernails all up in my beans. <laughs> so no, I'm so glad I said something. He seemed fine with it. I, I tried to lighten the mood by talking about his name and my name and how they're spelled. By the way, I spell mine C-O-R-Y. So anybody out there that spells it any other way, it's wrong. And um, so I added the chips and the queso and that sucker bill, that bill came out to 42 bucks. What? So I still dropped 22 bucks at Chipotle with a $20 gift card. Like, really? Wow. I love Chipotle, but I won't be going back to Chipotle after dropping 41 bucks because what I feel, like if I'm going to drop 41 bucks at Chipotle, we might as well go to Chili's and drop 70 for the family. So, yeah, that's Corey story time. That is going to do it for this week's podcast. It's so great to be back. And we'll be releasing this podcast and all of our podcasts on our new release day. I feel like Monday would be great. It'd be a great way to start your day or your week. And you can listen to the podcast, uh, you know, during the week. I chip away at podcasts I listen to because, you know, just to listen to an hour-long podcast or whatever, I'm in and out of the car, so... It'll give you something to start your week with and hopefully put a smile on your face. You want to make sure that you check out all the things that we offer. You can go to livingindiz.com. It's your one-stop shop for everything Living in Diz. You can put your email in there so that you make sure you're alerted of every time we have something to say about the channel. We always put out an email reminding you of the next live stream. You can look at our extensive stream schedule from YouTube on livingindiz.com. You can buy merchandise there. There's so many different things. Our Patreon Diz Club members are all listed there as qualified members and much, much more. Check that out as well. Our sponsors are also located there. Check out all the details for our sponsors there. We also do a five-minute podcast. It's off the Swell app, S-W-E-L-L. You can look us up all one word, living in Diz. And we drop five-minute podcasts throughout the week. You're always guaranteed two to three of those during the week as we do the post-live stream walkout as we leave a park after doing a live stream. I review the live stream. I talk about what we thought, any funny things that happened, anything that happened on the, pod, on the uh, live stream. So check that out. Also, if you want to become a Diz Club member, a Patreon, you want to support us, you can just go over to any of our streams on our channel on YouTube and all of the links and information is right there. And so, uh, oh, also the last thing, lastly, make sure, oh, let me just, I'll do this. Lastly, if you have any questions, concerns, want to reach out, just Say, hey, we're doing a good job. Hey, you know, whatever you want to say. Livingindiz at gmail.com is the way to get a hold of us. So for Mushu, Jacob, Jillian, and Tammy, I'm Corey from Living in Diz. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for allowing us to be your ticket to Disney. And we'll see you in the parks and on the next pod.